Hi, back at Twin Peaks in Davie on this Monday. And not only can you watch the college football playoff national championship game at Twin Peaks tonight, but did you know the month of January is National Soup Month? Mm. And uh, they say turn up the heat with a bowl of brisket chili or green chili chicken soup. To celebrate National Soup Month, so I can fool with that. You can do that right here at Twin Peaks. I know you love soup at your age. Oh, soup is good food. <laughs> no, you like something you can gnaw. I had wonton soup the other night at Lemongrass mm-hmm. in Boca. Oh, do I love a good wonton soup? Yeah, I like everything but a bisque. Hmm. A little too thick. What's a bisque? Is that a cream base? The creamy, the, the ones that don't, you know, that like plop off the spoon, doesn't even pour. I'll give you, just off the dome here, Mount Rushmore soups. Let me just, let me just think about this. And I'm not, I, is this personal favorites? Because, I mean, I, like I don't love chicken noodle soup, but you kind of got to have it up there if you're doing, like, is this yeah. my Mount Rushmore or is this the definitive Mount Rushmore of soups? Overall, let's go overall. Overall. Overall, just the the, be, the best soups. Chicken noodle soup, then, ha- has to be on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomato soup. No. Now, that's a bisque, and I happen to like a tomato soup that's with okay. a grilled cheese, by the way. That's fire. I, you can't judge a soup. You do, we, everybody does this. The soup can't be with something. It's the soup itself. Um, is chili soup? It's chili soup. Yeah. Very soup Because, you know, they have it on the menu. It's like soups and chili. Like, yeah. So is it considered soup? Josh Appel is with us, by chowder? the way. Uh, clam chowder. Chowder got to be on there. No. Uh, what? This well, is a soup. French onion? French onion soup. That's, but it got, it's got a big piece of bread in soup. it. Matzo ball soup? Matzo ball soup. I was getting there. Chowder. Yeah. yeah. Matzo ball soup. I love with hot sauce. Canadals, if you really want to get uh, Jewish. Um, a little lentil. I don't like lentil. Spaghetti, is, does SpaghettiOs make your uh, Mount Rushmore? SpaghettiOs a soup? That's a pasta. Uh, it comes in the... Well, know. chicken noodle has pasta in it, too. Well, so I don't soup. think... This is going to be my guess here. I don't think Appel knows what SpaghettiOs are. This is, my guess <laughs> is... <laughs> my guess, <laughs> I, thought, I thought SpaghettiOs was going to be your wacky fork. <laughs> my, my guess is he's seen a can of SpaghettiOs... And believes it's a can of soup. Chef is, Boyardee. Is that correct? You've never had SpaghettiOs and you don't really know what's in that can. I haven't had SpaghettiOs probably since I was six years old. Have ago. you ever had SpaghettiOs? Probably three times. Thrice. Right. Solana, he had no idea what right. SpaghettiOs were, right? He has no idea what SpaghettiOs was. Um, but I will raise you pasta fagiol. Mmm. Mm. Very popular is Italian that how you say soup. It? Yeah, pasta fagiol. Okay. How do you say it? I thought it was fagiol. <laughs> what? I guess you could say pasta fagiol, but no, it's no, pasta fagiol. Pasta fagiol. What about the wedding? That wedding soup. Oh with the yeah, wedding soup. Oh, Italian yeah. wedding soup. This is ripe for some wombos. I'm trying really hard not to fire them off. But is chili a soup? Because if chili is a soup, Tree's saying no. He's shaking his head no. What? I don't have a definition of soup, but it, chili, it's a mixture of items in a bowl that's eaten with a, a, a spoon, right? Like, that's soup. I mean, by that definition, could it just say cereal's a soup? Well, that is a common argument. But it's pre-mixed. You don't have to add items to soup. Soup is wonton soup. It comes out. Chili comes out. Chicken noodle comes out. Mm. But after I put the cereal in the milk, 
in the bowl and come out. out. You just had to put. Well, regardless, I had a delicious wonton soup <laughs> on Saturday night. Um, Josh Appel is with us. He will sit in with us here for a couple hours at Twin Peaks in Davie. Of course, Josh handles play-by-play duties for Sports USA's coverage of uh, the NFL on the radio. Did the Vikings-Lions game yesterday, and uh, now he gets to... Uh, Focus on uh, your Marlins public address duties, I guess. It'll be Marlins season before you know it. Yeah, uh, spring training in March. Hopefully some uh, college basketball in between. But for now, it's almost Marlins baseball. Uh, We still got a Dolphins playoff game. I got to ask you, uh, I don't believe in the Lions. Like, let me know what your take is. I don't think it's going to swing me, but I just don't believe in the Lions. They'd have to be a surprise. It's not like they'd have to just kind of click at the right time. That offense can play with anybody in the league. But I do not trust that defense for a second. They played the Vikings two out of the last three weeks of the regular season. Nick Mullins started both those games and threw for 400 yards in both. Adam Beasley (laughs) texting in, by the way, chili is a stew. Mm. What's the difference between a soup and a stew? Well, is stew a soup? Go ahead. You can play the 305 (laughs) one. I heard it. Thank you, Jimmy. I don't hear Jimmy, Solana. Cut him off. No, he, yeah. Are you not wearing headphones, Jimmy? Mahomes, we're coming for that ass. (laughs) Is he not wearing headphones? So he just. Got Does he not look like Ray Finkel? <laughs> hey, he's wearing a helmet. Hard to fit headphones. Jimmy, Jimmy, how do you how do you know what I'm saying right now, Jimmy? I have no idea because I my headphones can't go on my. Head. Yeah, we know that was. <laughs> that seems, to be, seems to be a flawed bit here. Nobody can see either. <laughs> like, oh, this is. Completely flawed. <laughs> yeah, execution wasn't great. The prop was excellent. But, Jimmy, if you just heard dead silence, that was your cue, buddy. That was your but did cue. did you go over that with them before it started, or did you just say put this helmet on? <laughs> I said put this helmet on and say, Mahomes, we're coming for that ass. But, but did you say I'll cue you or something? Did I you, didn't. Did you, yeah, yeah, I mean, I come on. Solana. Yeah. Is That's Solana a soup? All right, let's get – let's do headlines Brain here. Is. Let's do uh, – because I want to talk some uh, NFL with Appel. Let's do some headlines here with Solana. Kick off the 3 o'clock hour. Driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. So the Dolphins will play in Kansas City Saturday night. That is 8.15 p.m. They had a three-game lead on the AFC division, and they're lost yesterday 21-14 – after a scoreless second half to the Buffalo Bills means they blew it and they'll be the sixth seed in the AFC. They blew it. Oh, that's rough. Looked like it was headed in their direction last night. It really did. It was going to be, uh, I thought, the, the way that the first half went, you felt pretty good. Like, ooh, you know what? They kind of have this under control. And then the that punt team. return changed everything what scared me was how easily buffalo drove down the field in the first half but kept getting red zone turnovers right and i was like wow they can get down there so easy 
if he doesn't throw this interception, that game is 28-14 at half. I texted a couple of buddies. I might have texted this to you, Hawk. That just none of it felt sustainable. But yet it, but, it but, was, though, because I they only felt, gave up the 14. I felt like it was just sustainable because it was Buffalo and because Josh Allen has a propensity to turn things over. And then, you know, you had that Christian Wilkins where he just took it from him. Like, it 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 felt sustainable to me. It it. I, and then and it felt sustainable, and then Melvin Ingram was covering a tight end in the second half. That like, was that was unbelievable. I felt so bad for him. Me too. I, I mean, felt so bad for him. Yeah. I mean, he's out there. That's <laughs> supposed to be Jalen Phillips. That's right, supposed right, to right. be Bradley Chubb. Right. Or Van Ginkle. Right. Or, like, hey, right. man, but do you see how this man's body type is at 34 years yeah. old? But Melvin could have covered him 10 years ago, Hawk. But that's one of those things where you go, okay, is more context required then? Because, again, we talked about this last week. You can say next man up all you want, but at some point it becomes ridiculous. You don't have 53 guys who are starters, and you don't have 53 young guys either. Melvin Ingram was fine, but that was not fair for him to be in coverage there in that situation. Well, we said it uh, earlier this week before the game. I guess it's last week now. But Melvin Ingram, Van Ginkle, Ogba can give you formidable production. Yeah. In replacing Chubb and Phillips, it will not be to the level that they were playing at, but it will be formidable. And they were last night. And then Van Ginkle got hurt, and then Van Ginkle's backup got hurt. Yep. Wow. It just can you rush off the edge, Crowder? Got Me? anything? Uh... Off the edge of what? The beer? <laughs> <laughs> I can run around the edge of this bar if somebody's back there tending to it. <laughs> it was they. But that's the thing, Hawk. You know what? I'll answer your question because you're 100% correct. Those guys that were in that game are not NFL starters, obviously, because they're third and fourth stringers. There's a lot of players right now that aren't starters in this league in week 18 of the season, and there's some teams looking great right now. The Ravens have injuries. The Bills have a bunch of injuries. There's a lot of injuries in the league, so don't give me – this is the answer. The Bills had none. This is the answer, though. Don't give me injuries. Give me results. Y'all should put a better roster together. It should be deeper. Well, I would. I think that's easy to say. I mean, if everybody could have a, a deeper roster, great. But, but I think they do have a deep roster. I do. I'm just saying, when you lose Bradley Chubb and you lose Jalen Phillips and you lose Andrew Van Ginkle, like you could have the deepest roster, but you're not going to have Pro Bowlers who are fourth string. See, I, I. But I think what you're saying, Crowder, is true, and I also think that the, the injury context is important. Like you can't just dismiss the guys who are out. But at the same time, they're in a position to win the game last night, and they had the opportunities to, and they just flat out didn't. But we're talking about the injuries on defense, like Tyreek, uh, bef- right before the last interception on a pass that was also almost intercepted, took a shot to the back when he fell to the ground and came out for that last play. So you're talking about a Dolphins offense that, at least in the passing game, is built around Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, And on the biggest drive and what turned out to be the last offensive play of the regular season, Tua Tungavailoa is trying to fit a pass on a bad route and a bad decision to chase Claypool because Tyreek and Jalen Waddle aren't on the field. How about if I told you it's a game that features Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Stephon Diggs, and the biggest catch is going to be Trent Sherfield. Revenge game. And it's not going to be for the Dolphins. <laughs> what is going on here? And so while Tua deserves the criticism that he got after last night, the context of what's around him is also important so obviously after a game like that you're going to have these sweeping takes and these big declarations about is two of the guy is he not the guy and I'm the one who always comes on here and defends him through everything and 
all the criticism, it's fair. Like, you can't argue it until he proves otherwise. I still think he's the guy. I'm not sure if I would pay him the borough money like maybe I would have a couple weeks ago. But it's really hard to do better than what they have at quarterback right now. You can say that he has his deficiencies, and you can say what he's helped out with, but, Hawk, you were uh, reading off the stats earlier. You can't just plop anybody into any offense and have them lead the league in passing. Like, that's an incredible accomplishment. But at the same time, his numbers are the numbers against the better opponents this year, and that's just the reality of the situation. He's a really good player, but there's still a step and something from him that is to be desired. And until, like I said, until he proves otherwise, like the criticism's fair. It is what it is, and it's part of the position. And that, and you can say all that. Look how happy he's making Wahomar. <laughs> Wahomar without Wahomar, Wahomar. without being. You could say all that without being out on him. I still love Tua. Like I, a, I feel the same way. I'm not out on Tua, and I would give him the big extension because I've seen what happens when you look and look and look. We right. like I've seen it. I get, but I'm with you. It's a fair criticism. Yeah, how do you he's push got, back? He's got to step up last night and win that game. You've got the ball in your hand. This is what you ask for in that situation when you have an elite quarterback. You've got the ball in your hands. You got, you're at home. You're in prime time. You've got to go down the field and score a touchdown. You can't throw that interception. He threw two dots over the course of that game in the second half, I should say, to Tyreek. One of them was the drop on one of the third downs, and the other one was the drop on the, pa- the play that he was interfered with over the middle on the final drive. And while Tua made those two throws, the guys like Josh Allen, the guys who are in that elite category, okay, those plays don't work. We'll get him on the next one, and I'll make a play after that. It's like if the, if the one opportunity that they don't cash in on isn't there and doesn't come through, then what happens after that? And, and that's, that's a separator between guys – who are really good like Tua, and guys who are great like Josh Allen, who played a horrendous first half, but willed his team there at the end. I mean, that is why he is considered a top three quarterback in the game. You saw it last night. And, and Josh, something you said, too, and I'm not on Inside NFL this week. I'm going back, I think, next week. And if the things go with the Dolphins like I believe they might in Kansas City, I'm going <laughs> to I I'm gonna give you – I'm going to say your name and tell him my buddy told me this months ago. The plan B – out of McDaniel. That offense, this is the second half of the the second half of that game, I felt this way with the Ravens. It's just like, okay, you have a plan. They come out with the Ravens, they go down and quick score twice. Same thing with the Bills. That first half looked good. It seemed like they had a good plan running the little uh little bang post, whatever they call it, bang H with Tyreek. They had a plan. And then the Bills come out and adjust and you get 47 yards in the second half. You said it weeks ago, that plan B of McDaniel. Is that on McDaniel? Because Tua only runs the plays that are called for him. But you said plan B out of that gate, and we've talked about it, and I think that is something that I thought about last night and I thought about you. I, I think – well, thank you for thinking about it. No me. problem. Mm. You're a good-looking guy. Thank you. I appreciate new glasses. I don't know if he's going to heard. Anyway. You just bought those? Just bought them. Do I look mm. smarter? On pur- I already asked that. On purpose? You know. <laughs> on purpose. On purpose. Anyway. Look like Malcolm X. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Take that. So you do look smarter. Hey, how about that? <laughs> um, look, we I, didn't I, land on Plymouth Rock. <laughs> Plymouth Rock landed on Tua. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that mm, means. I don't know. Uh, we'll, right over my head. we'll figure that out. Um, I, I think that you know, if you go back and you watch their plays in the second half, was it seventeen plays they ran in the second half? Crazy. They didn't execute, and sometimes, uh, kind of just alluded to it. 
Like, Braxton Berrios makes a catch, can't break a tackle, a yard shy of the first down, drive over. Tyreek Hill drops a good ball from Tua over the middle, drive over. Uh, I think it was the drive before that where Tua missed Tyreek to make it a second and one. Instead, it goes back to second and 15 or after a review or second and 10, get a couple penalties, drive over. There are execution errors on that drive. Credit the Bills' defense for playing great. They had a couple nice pass breakups on third down. But, like, people are saying, oh, why didn't they run the ball more? They had a drive in the second half where they went three and out because they ran the ball on first and second down, ended up in a third and nine. And that incompletion on fourth down, and that was that. It's execution. And you got to give credit to the Bills' defense. They pretty much dared Tua to beat him. They tried to say, we'll take away the run. Tua, you beat us. Shorthanded. And they couldn't. And... You know, we get so wrapped up in analyzing what did the Dolphins do wrong? What did the Dolphins do wrong? I mean, I'll give credit to Sean McDermott and the Bills defense, and they deserve some of that. Uh, All right. Headlines with Solana here. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford truck. I already read that. Uh, So. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Tua. (laughs) I mean, any more excuse making over there? I mean, jeez. Jeez, more excuse making. Come on, crank it up, fellas. Crank it up. Come on, Wahoma. (laughs) (laughs) Browns, Texans, 4.30 on NBC. Steelers, Bills, Sunday. They kick things off 1 p.m. Packers, Cowboys, 4.30. Rams, Lions at 8. And then Eagles, Bucks, Monday night, a week from today, 8.15. That is your first round wild card schedule. I believe, Solana, didn't you say last week you'd almost prefer to play Kansas City on the road than Buffalo a second time? No, I did not say that. I would have preferred to be at home no matter the opponent. I do think think Kansas City is a much weaker team than Buffalo, though. But it doesn't matter. Like, the Dolphins are going to go to Kansas City. They're going to play in five-degree weather. It's going to be freezing. And if by some miracle – they win this game, they get Baltimore in the second round. And I, I don't think there's a chance in hell they can go into Baltimore and win. So Maybe if they sign Brent Grimes. But this <laughs> is, uh, I mean, such, I a de- that. such a defeatist attitude. It, like, now we're going into the playoffs, and it's like, well, I don't even care if we win Sunday or Saturday because we're going to lose the one after that. No, I, mean, I, what wa- I, I want well, them to win. I'm going to root for the Dolphins to win. But hold on I'm a second. I'm not saying you're not. It, I'm not, not saying a, you're not. But what, what type of attitude, seriously, what type of attitude are you supposed to have? A defeatist attitude? Of course. You had a three-game lead on the division, and you had a chance to wrap it up at home with a lead at halftime, and you blew it just like you blew the Titans game and just like you got blown out. In Baltimore, you want to go into the playoffs the way the Buffalo Bills are going into the playoffs, trending upwards on a hot streak with your team healthy. And the Dolphins aren't that. They blew a three-game lead on the division. Their roster is decimated because of injury. And they just lost the only game they absolutely needed to win all season after having a halftime lead. So, yeah, my attitude going into the road against the defending Super Bowl champions in five-degree weather is not a good one. I'm sorry, Mark Hoffman. Yeah, you're a downer. Okay. That Arizona Steeler Super Bowl with um, when the toe tap in the back of the end zone. I don't, I don't Antonio know. Holmes. San Antonio, San Antonio Holmes. Holmes. I don't know. I'm just on threads with a lot of smart people. The Cardinals were terrible to end that season. They went on to the Super Bowl. The Giants, when they beat the Patriots 17-0, weren't they 9-7? and yep. Like, they're, they weren't that good. doesn't matter to Solana. Solana, the, it's, it's over. I mean, you, over. you just watched the Panthers back their way into the nah, playoffs. And yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. Solana's against the best team over. of all time. Yeah. No, Solana's no, go worried ahead. about the Baltimore game. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> That's have, the faith, thing. have faith in a team that hasn't won a playoff game in 23 years that has lost every meaningful game 
over 23 years. Have faith that they're going to be able to go at Kansas City, win on the road. Okay, what I'll give you the that. Cowboy? What then, about the Cowboys win that so they'll no, no, no. a playoff? No, at no, it, it only counts when it fits for what he wants okay. to say. That's at, what it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. At the Baltimore, games where they do beat the good team don't matter. No, no, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. No, no, this is exactly what's going to happen. Book your flights to Vegas right now, fellas. They're going to go at Kansas City in five-degree weather and beat the defending Super Bowl champions. Then they're going to go at Baltimore, the number one seed that just lit them up 56-19. They're going to beat them there. And then they're going to go at Buffalo, the same team that's ran them over twice this season, and win there and clinch their way to Las Vegas' Super Bowl. Seriously, Maybe. Book, book our tickets right now. Go ahead. Oh, good thing you weren't running Biden's campaign in uh, 2020. I mean, that guy was left for dead, and all of a sudden Super Tuesday came around. But uh, no, he's not a believer. That's it. Solana, you are right when you're right. That's that's what you like to live on. If this doesn't go the way you want it to, you'll never talk about it again. <laughs> but you're not, right when you're right. It's not true. I'm I'm not happy that the Dolphins are in this situation. Yeah, I feel like you I'm, are. I, no, I'm really not. Like I was. Excited, I told you, Homer. I was crushed last night. But like the idea <laughs> that oh, we, we, let's just be happy because they're in the playoffs. Well, yeah. I mean, if if you're happy with just making the playoffs, then yeah, you should be happy today. But this is not the situation you want it to be in if you're the Miami Dolphins entering the playoffs. So I'm not just going to sit here and be like, oh, well, they made the playoffs good. No. But, but, but you bring up the, the fact that they're decimated by injuries. So great. They, they, they win last night. They play Buffalo at home next week. They're still decimated by all these injuries. They still have to beat Buffalo again at home. I feel like we'd be doing the same exact show today as we're doing now about Kansas City. I feel like we'd be doing the same thing. You could say all the same things if they were playing Buffalo a second straight week at home. No, because Lisa, they Lisa won Bonet the game. Files they would have won the divorce game. from Jason Momoa two years after the split. They had split, mm-hmm. but now it's official. I'm going to DM him. I know you are. I was going to say, the avenue is now opened. But it is, Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> you good? <laughs> Big man has to sit down, listen for 10 seconds and said, nope. <laughs> no, you're getting pulled away. <laughs> All right, guys, tonight the Miami Heat, they are in I mean, action. give us the final score for Saturday night already, as long as you know they lost. Okay. I mean, what do we, uh, why All wait right. around? Oh, go ahead, turn me turn me in, into, <laughs> into the hate, the Dolphins hater. I was rooting for them, and I'll root for them again on Sunday you or on were Saturday. rooting to be right, don't lie. No, I, wa- I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm just not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, oh, well, injuries. Let's chalk it up to injuries. Oh, well. But, but, you, but you can use that. That's important context. You it can't is. just dismiss that. It is. No, it is important I mean, context. I'm you, you, you would have to acknowledge, in all honesty, it's a different offense if Raheem Mostert's in the backfield and Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, healthy, are on both sides. Like It is. Absolutely. And if Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips are healthy, Van Ginkle doesn't go down, if Xavier Howard is out there, absolutely. I would have picked the Dolphins to win that game yesterday. I'm not saying injuries don't matter, but in the grand scheme of things, you had a three-game lead on the division. I'm with you. And you blew it. I'm with you. And last no, that, night. That, that, that's, and, it's and undeniable. It's, You're right. No, and, Hawk, in spite, in spite of injuries last night, which, again, it matters. That, that context is important. But you still had a halftime lead yeah. and then the biggest half of Tua Tungvaloa's career and Mike McDaniel's career as well. You went four, uh, three and out three times. You punted the ball four times, and you threw an interception at Chase Claypool in the biggest half of your career. Yep. Yeah, it's, no. it's, it's, it's all fair. 
That second half was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I'm, Salon, I'm with you on that. That second half was embarrassing. And speaking of injuries, though, think about the Jets. Aaron Rodgers is healthy there in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. They were a laughing stock of the NFL off one. I'm actually, I'm actually not certain about but, that. But what also, a top five defense. But also, that's the quarterback, too. A top five defense? I, one thing you've got to say about Tua after this season, though, stayed healthy. Yeah. He was one of the few starting quarterbacks yep. in the league he started all 17 games, right? Yeah. 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 The, the, the only reason I, I push back on the Rodgers-Jets thing is because I just watched Jordan Love take that same Packer team and outplay Rodgers from last year, this year, and take them to the playoffs. It's the only reason I push back a little bit on Rodgers because he was, he was not the same guy in his last year in Green Bay. Oh, and but he would have to be better than Zach Wilson. They, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree, but you, the AFC's a good conference. Very like, good. Like it, Way I'm better not, than I'm the not, Like They're not a shoe-in. Uh, to be in the playoffs in the AFC if he's healthy. They're just not. So, uh, I mean, Nathaniel Hackett's still their offensive coordinator. Like, yeah. they've still got other issues. I mean, the Dolphins had a pretty good offensive night against them, against that defense, without Jalen Waddle, or sorry, without Tyreek Hill. That was only Jalen Waddle. Like, that team has plenty of flaws outside of just plopping Aaron Rodgers back in there. I, I've, regardless. 10 win team if Aaron Rodgers plays. Probably, maybe. 10 and 7. Yeah, maybe. All right, guys, uh, moving away from the Dolphins. The Miami Heat are in action tonight. They face the Houston Rockets. And, of course, tonight, 7.30 p.m., begins the College Football National Championship game, Washington versus Michigan. I already saw a report today on Bleacher Report from Jordan Schultz, who's an insider for the NFL, that the Raiders and Harbaugh have mutual interest after today's National Championship game. Everybody's expecting Harbaugh to jump ship and go back to the NFL. Is, is Mark Davis really going to not hire the popular interim coach for the second straight coaching I, I believe form? he will. I think Pierce – I don't think Harbaugh leaves Michigan. That's my guess. Win or lose tonight, I don't think he leaves Michigan. I don't know. I, the, I think he's I, out of there. I, I think he's out of there with all the sanctions and all the embarrassment he had through that. Like, that's embarrassing for him and his damn dad and his family that I'm over here cheating and getting kicked off the sideline. If he didn't win get, a national championship, though, uh, that kind of cures all that. I'm with you because I think they're going to win tonight. I already said it. If he didn't get those sanctions and embarrass the Harbaugh name, I think he stays in Michigan. I think he goes to the NFL where I can do whatever the hell I want to as long as I pay people enough. Do you think that's going to work again in the NFL, what he does at Michigan, what he did before? Like, I don't know what the Harbaugh NFL tenure in 2024 will look like. Because the league has changed a lot since he's yes. been gone. That that new age, I think. I think Belichick. I think Belichick and like Mike McDaniel, or Belichick and McVay are on opposite sides of this old old school, new school. I don't think Harbaugh's that close to Belichick as people think he is. I think his press conferences are, but I think he's still cool with the players because I know about John in, with, right. in Baltimore. John's awesome. I, I think Jim is closer to John coaching approach than people think he is. I don't think I think his press conferences make him this butt wipe dude. I've heard Jim is a very cool guy to be around. I think we need more Lovey Smith. What uh what are his uh aspirations? You see what Lovey did to the Texans? Yeah man. He lined him up. Funny. <laughs> Killed the Bears. <laughs> he lined, lined up the Texans. He lined up the Texans. I mean they they won a game uh, at the end of last season that everybody thought would cost them the, the better quarterback in the draft, and they ended up with, I think, the best one from the draft this year. Yeah, yeah. There's no, uh, I don't think there's any debate. Yeah. I love you ain't getting a job with that beard. <laughs> do you think, Strong beard. Do you, you think if represent. he shaved the beard, he would be a better candidate? Way better chance. Every hmm. time I got arrested in college, they make me shave my head because I look better in court. 
You think this judge cares if I have braids or a bald head to give me community service? Like, I hate it. Hmm. I'm going to try getting out of a ticket next because I'm bald. Interesting. Tell them. And then I'll go to the ticket. There's something something about you that's going to get you out of a ticket. It's not the hair, though. It's the glasses. Me and you going the same speed down 95. I'm getting the tickets hmm. or not. What are, you, what, are you, what are you alluding to there? No <laughs> dreads. Oh, okay. We both have beards. <laughs> uh, hey, officer. <laughs> what you up to? Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Wait, Call before you do weather, who, who's the quarterback that uh, Miami got, Josh? Uh, gosh. Reese Poffinger. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. From Puff, Albany. Puffin Barger. Puffin Barger. Or Puffin Barger. Henry Rowan Gardner. Oh, yeah. Solana knows it. Cossack von Pauser. Cossack von Pauser. Puffin Barger. Ben Roethlisberger? So you said he's what? FCS. He, he, let, he, he led FC. Oh, no. It's South Dakota State. Hmm. Uh, Albany made the playoff. Uh, he was one of the top passers in F- FCS. I think he led FCS in passing. He did. Um, yeah. I, we'll, we'll see how that translates to uh, the ACC. Is that uh, Carson Wentz? Could tell you how that'll no, go. No, that's also. North Dakota State. Oh, okay. Is that better than Cam Ward? Hmm. Y'all, <laughs> hey, y'all playing. The Gators got the best quarterback in the nation. <laughs> Who? I wish I knew his name because I could make a hell of a point if I knew it. <laughs> DJ something. He has. A, he's a two-letter first-name guy. <laughs> He'll be gone by next year. Don't worry. He ain't gonna get in the transfer portal. <laughs> he are you talking about? You're not talking about Graham Mertz, are you? The guy from not. No, from te- Texas, a young boy. Florida oh. sign, the guy from Texas, two six foot three, dual threat quarterback, LT, TJ, TR, TL, ZS. DJ Lagway, of course. DJ Lagway. Of course. Mm, right. Your weather? That boy, good. <laughs> good and terrible. He's so good, I called him ZS. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Oh, no. Hawk and Crowder. Would have been Elvis's birthday today. Happy birthday, King. He died at 42. Was he 42? Yeah. 42 good years, though. Man, that guy. Yeah, he enjoyed himself. That guy enjoyed himself. I watched the Elvis movie the other day, and I just laughed that he got in so much trouble for thrusting his little hips. And I watch these videos nowadays with these damn rappers and singers. They would hate Cardi B. I mean, when you look at the uproar, I mean, public uproar. Got arrested. Over Elvis just thrusting his hips. And then, what was that? Uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, we did a, a, WAP. a Photoshop of it. WAP. <laughs> <laughs> what would WAP be like back in yeah. the day? Goodness gracious. Yeah. Some uh, or D'Angelo did a video, but angry Presley that's Elvis Presley. You see, remember how does it feel <laughs> when the man was standing naked and right mm-hmm. over his little mm-hmm. pee mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right, let's talk dolphins. I don't know what's happening here, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Josh Appel is with us here at Twin Peaks in Davie, we'll be here till. Six o'clock, and uh, listen, it just wasn't uh, wasn't any fun last night. That's the reality of it. We get uh, through it together. There is a playoff game coming up this Saturday night. A ton of football uh, fan bases would love to have a playoff game to watch this weekend. And so, uh, listen, it is 
It is what it is. I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not taking issue with, I'm just picking on Solana, but I'm not taking issue with what he says because he's right. You, you have to win that game. Yeah. You had numerous collapses at the end of this season that you can't have, and, and it does suck going into uh, the playoffs feeling like this. The, the one that hurts more is the Tennessee game. Like, last night was a close game between two good teams. You're at home. You want to win that game, and you didn't, and it, it makes you question a lot of things, but as you pointed out earlier, we're not even having this conversation if they don't absolutely implode at the end of the Titans game. No. And obviously, they are a much different team at home compared to on the road. The record reflects that. So as difficult as it would be to play Buffalo and beat Buffalo in back-to-back weeks, and despite how much Kansas City has struggled this season, how that might be the better matchup for the Dolphins, you'd still much rather have that home game even if it's against Buffalo. Sure. And, and I did. I just I wrote it down because I knew we were talking about it today. The six losses, 11-6, which is better. It's a better record. They've upgraded. They've played better. Mike McDaniel's moving in the right direction, all you want to say. Bills, Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Ravens, all playoff teams. That Titans loss, to your point. Brutal. That, ti- brutal. that Titans loss is brutal And you had you. it. That, yeah. that, what, what was the stat after that game that no team up by Four, thir- 13, 13 or, or more? Yeah had lost, you know, like, it was seven three, games. like yeah, it, it was yeah I mean, you cannot lose that game. And progression, though, even the, it's funny because the Bills just beat us and now the Bills are hot going into playoffs. The Bills fans are saying right now we have to make it to the Super Bowl because all they're doing is going to the playoffs every year. We weren't going to the playoffs. Now we're going to the playoffs. Now we have to win a playoff game. There has to be progression. The nine wins to 11 wins is great, but well, now you have, to, you have to upgrade your end-of-the-year success at some point. So if they go to Kansas City and win on Saturday night, the season is not a bust? No. Okay. I agree. Solana, we talked about that last week. You know, all you got to do is beat Kansas City on Saturday night. I say all you got to do like it's simple. Yeah. But but if you beat Kansas City, Solana, the season is not a bust, correct? I, I think that's fair. It's your first playoff win in 23 years. It's not a bust. I just thought the expectations for this team were to go deeper than one playoff win. But with that being said, yeah, I mean, you win a playoff game. That's something you haven't done in 23 years. This season technically would be successful. But if they lose Saturday night – the season is a bust. I take I take issue with that because the Dolphins have done something that I have never seen since I've been down here since 2005 and put together exciting football, put together one of the top offense in the league. You look at statistically. I know I, there's let me read down. Let me read you the Joe Shad read That's again the thing from that earlier. I get to about that. Only one team in the AFC with more wins. Tua leads the league at the end of the regular season in passing yards. Tyreek leads the league the end of the regular season in receiving yards. Mostert leads the league in rushing TDs. Number one in total offense. Number 10 in total defense. Number three in sacks. Statistically, that's a pretty damn impressive season. Yes. But if it ends with a round one playoff loss Saturday night in Kansas City, was the season a bust? I think it's hard to say it's not, but I also think the expectations change with just the turnover you put on the to, roster. Yeah, but you put 70 points up on Denver, the expectation changes. Like, it changes throughout the season. And I think we also need to recognize it's the first time they made the playoffs in back-to-back seasons in more than two decades. So I think there are, like, little incremental things that you can say, all right, like, this part was great, and they did an, uh, an awesome job with that, and there's a lot to be excited about going forward. But... 
when you put together, as Beasley said earlier, when you put together this roster, you expect that this is a three-year window. And in the first year, an injury to your starting quarterback wrecked everything. You still almost eked out a playoff win on the road with your third-string quarterback. Is that all right? If we can stay healthy going into year two of this uh, project with McDaniel and Tua and Tyreek and all the above, the expectations got to change. You got to go on a run. Now you're heading into year three of this window if you don't win a playoff game this weekend with, yeah, two playoff appearances and a really good regular season record. But what have you really accomplished? I'm just asking you, is it a bust? Is the season a bust? Not a bust, but definitely a disappointment. You accomplished an amazing regular season. That's what we accomplished. Second, second best record in the AFC. You, thanks. Just talk to the to the, what you just said as you were reading. I'm thinking you accomplished an amazing regular season. But I think when you do that, the bar change. What about what was the cow? Was 90s Cowboys when they kept beating the hell out the Bills in the Super Bowl? Those fans weren't happy to get to the Super Bowl anymore. Right, but they had been by the fourth time they weren't <laughs> happy anymore. So, so next year, if we just go to the playoffs. 2025, you just well, go to the play. You want to you wanna progress. You want to see progression at everything in life. Right. I, I guess you go, okay, it was, I mean, statistically, looking at Joe Shedd's tweet, like, yeah, statistically it was a phenomenal season. But if you do drill down, the stats came at the hands of the really weaker teams on your schedule. But, I mean, I guess you could drill down into anything and, and pick out the stats that, uh, that you want or, I, I or don't saw, want. I saw a really disturbing stat that the Dolphins averaged something like 16.5 points per game against the playoff teams on their yeah, schedule. I have it right and the here. Jets, the Jets, in their games against playoff opponents, averaged like 14.5 points. Yep. And that – So that, they're the Jets? <sighs> they're the Jets with Zach Wilson. Or Trevor Simeon. Or Tim Boyle against playoff teams. Like, it's, it's a pretty damning stat. And obviously, they're not that bad. But, like, again – the criticism's fair. The numbers are the numbers. Yeah, the but I mean, come on. We're, I mean, after this season, I'm not going to sit here and go. The Dolphins are the Jets. No, 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 no. I'm su- but, nah, but nah. I'm not. I'm not either. I'm just saying, like, when you put it in that perspective, it's pretty damning. All right. Well, we'll talk about it in the four o'clock hour. We'll uh, we'll recalibrate. Feel. I. I mean, I. I understand. I. I understand. <laughs> I feel like Solana sucked the life out of us. He here. really did. He did. The guy came in just gloating over Tua's performance. <sighs> I've never seen this before. Got a Bills jersey on. Yeah, call him Big A. Who are you cheering for Saturday? All right, 4 o'clock hours <laughs> coming up here from Twin, <laughs> Twin Peaks. <laughs> Get ready. Big A is funny. I think that went under the radar. That's a good joke. <laughs> I got you it. You heard of Big O? We got Big A. <laughs> and Walmart. Orlando Kelly. <laughs> You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Oh, no. Hawk and Crowder.